a very good afternoon to you all. Welcome to our Choose to Challenge program. Today I have a very special guest, Gita. Gita, hi. Hi. Hello, Elaine. How are you? I'm fine. How about you? I'm great. Thank you. Gita, can, can you share about yourself uh, to let our audience get to know you? Well, basically, I'm a holistic health coach. I'm actually a lawyer by training, but I haven't been in court for a long, long time, okay? And I changed my profession very early in my life. I started um, teaching cooking and learning how to cook myself. I learned how to cook only after marriage. That I am Singaporean. I came to KL because I fell in love with my husband who lives here, and I followed him here. I couldn't work here. Oh, because back, so I had an employment pass which said not allowed to work. Oh. So it was really disappointing for me. In the beginning, you know, I was very, very upset that, and I decided, okay, I'm going to do my master's in law. I'm a lawyer by training, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. I decided to do my master's in law. But the master's in law program here at University of Malaya was in Malay. Oh. So I couldn't speak Malay <laughs> at all. <laughs> And it was, actually it was in English that I couldn't speak Malay. So they conducted, but I, the whole atmosphere was very, very Malay. So I felt very alienated with that, you know. I was mm. not comfortable at all, mm. but I needed to do something. He, by, many of his friends were lawyers. So mm. they allowed me to go into their offices and just do the back work, research for, for all the lawyers who needed research done. Mm. So that was nice, but... Knowing me, I'm a talker. So mm -hmm. I told myself, shit, I want to be in court. You know, I don't want to do the back work. I need to be outside there. So mm -hmm. it didn't work out too well as well. And after a while, I got quite bored about just doing research and all that. I didn't know how to cook at all. Mm -hmm. And my husband at that time, mm -hmm. he actually comes from a very, his mother was an excellent, excellent cook. So, of course, there were a lot of expectations on me to be able to learn how to cook and everything as well. What happened after that was that I got pregnant mm. quite fast. So, because I got pregnant, um, I decided that, okay, I'm going to try and learn how to cook as well, you know. Slowly, I started to learn. I took lessons from one or two really good Indian cooks. So, my Indian cooking actually became very nice, very well, you know. And that's how I started. I started by uh, some of my friends who, my expat friends especially told me, hey, why don't you teach this? You're so good at this, you know? Aww. So I was thinking, hmm, can I teach it? You know, who is this? I've always been actually very open about trying out new things, you know? So that's how it started. And I started teaching. And before I knew it, I started having so many people coming for classes. At the same time, at that time, I was building my house. I built a beautiful, we built a beautiful house in Bukit Tunku where I had a huge kitchen, a lot of space to actually, it was like a teaching kitchen. So that was where I started all my classes. And my house became quite famous for the, the lady who has that beautiful house and who teaches cooking, you know. So that's how I became known as a chef. And the next part of the chef's journey was the part that, I actually becoming very big because mm. I was eating, cooking, drinking my wine and enjoying my life, you know. Mm. At that time, it was 2010, 2011. It was mm. just the time when healthy cooking and all these ideas had just come in, you know. 
So mm. I did a lot of research and mm. I actually started myself on a whole grain diet. And the beauty about it was that within four months, I lost 16 pounds. Wow, that's great. That's when I knew, I said, okay, there's something really good about this. And everything that I was teaching before that was actually things like French cooking, Mediterranean cooking, and cooking, which was very, you know, it had a lot, we used a lot of butter, we used a lot of fat. So things change after that, because once I lost the weight, I wanted to teach like that, how to teach this kind of thing. See, people have always had this uh, notion that if you eat healthy, mm. bland, that it doesn't taste nice. I wanted to refute all that and show people that you can actually cook mm. really nice food, which is healthy, but at the same time, it is very flavorful. Mm. And that's what I started developing recipes and all that, which helps you to understand that you can cook healthfully but still cook flavorful food using a lot of herbs using a lot of spices mm. not so much a lot of things like um, cheese mm. and dairy became you know people don't want to use so much dairy and all that so i was at the beginning of the trend really teaching people how to eat healthy that's when i uh, during that time 2012 2013 i started my classes called um, healthy and happy cooking and eating classes. So we, I did a lot of stuff during that time. And then I was taking part in the gourmet festival, the KL gourmet festival to teach people how to eat healthily as well. That's very healthy. It uses a lot of olive oil and completely natural. So what was clean cooking was what I was promoting and clean cooking is where you use a lot of vegetables and stuff and you make uh, like dips and pastas using all this. Natural ingredient. Yes, natural ingredient and basically it comes from the ground, okay? Oh. Fast foods and all that. Many of them are packaged, right? Mm. And we don't even know how many ingredients are going into them. Like when you eat um, chicken nuggets, for example, chicken mm. nuggets has got, it can have as many as 12 ingredients in it and many of them are GMO. That means they are genetically modified. This is all coming from the US. The US is feeling the pangs of all this now and they are slowly coming up. But at least here in Malaysia, we are a little bit more health conscious now. In the beginning, we weren't. Mm. But I was at the beginning of that trend of trying to make people understand why you have to be healthy and why you have to eat healthy, you know? Mm. I think we are in the middle section now, not, still not quite there because there are still a lot of people who are drinking Cokes every day and, you know, taking a lot of sugar and things which are not good for you at all. Mm. And ultimately what happens is that when you don't look after your lifestyle, this is what you need to do. You need to change your lifestyle, okay? Mm. Not your and lifestyle encompasses all your eating habits as well. Drinking habits, eating habits, mm. all this is in this whole portfolio of things. How did you relate the healthy eating concept with the holistic? Holistic living means that you eat healthy naturally. Oh. Okay, so Because holistic living is about mind, body and soul everywhere, you know? 
So you have to be doing holistic practices, which mm. means that you would be doing things like meditation. You would be looking at energy healing, everything that's natural. But eating is a big part of that as well, right? Mm. In fact, it's always the first thing that happens is you will start on natural eating. You clean yourself out mm. physically. Once you have cleaned yourself out physically, then you will feel the need to really go back within yourself as well and clean yourself inside as well. Mm. That's why always they talk about going within. Going within, mm. I started my journey by eating the natural foods first. It's uh, practices which holistic healing and holistic. Yes, yeah. they heal you mm. from inside out not from outside in yeah for the normal practice to do detoxification before uh, practice uh... Well, detox, i think that it depends on how uh, your body is okay mm -hmm. so for most people who has a lot of fast food and all this kind of stuff their bodies are very very acidic okay the main thing is an acidic body is the body which will give rise to a lot of inflammation. So if you have problems with your thyroid, if you have problems with your pancreas, all these are because of acidity. And acidity can be attributed to what you've been eating. Basically, if you, if you plump yourself with all sorts of rubbish, you know, it shows somewhere. It has to show somewhere, right? And yes. this is how it shows. So mm. when you clean all that out, mm. you will definitely need to detoxify. How do you do it? There are different methods of detoxification. Some do it with water. Some do it with just uh, vegetables. But anybody who detoxifies will find that they definitely will lose weight if they do it properly. It must be done properly. Okay. Information like how to eat healthy and uh, the concept of being healthy from you, uh, that's good. All the MCO, there is quite uh, a lot of uh, classes you conducted. And now during the MCO, it becomes so quiet. How you get to be overcome this period? Well, I actually pivoted very fast because I saw that no, not much business before MCO, what I was doing, basically, I'm not living in the house that I was living in before, not, but I do have a lot of plants. So I, I grow my own herbs and all this kind of thing. All right. So number one. Number two, I was actually teaching a lot of classes about uh, vegan cooking. I was teaching um, healthy cooking again and all these kind of things, how to use different, different grains and all this kind of stuff like quinoa, like millet, like Bali. I use all of them in, oh. in fried rice, like a Bali fried rice, a quinoa fried rice. Very important that you learn to cook for yourself and you cook at home because when you appreciate the fact that you're cooking for yourself, what is happening? You know what is going into your food, right? Yeah. If you go out and you eat every single day, do you know what's going inside the food? You don't. Yeah. You don't. You can control the taste, right? And I tell you, many, many products outside, for example, mm. things like peanut butter. 10% mm. of your peanut butter from outside 
they are putting in a lot of things which you don't know. When we make the peanut butter ourselves, we know what's going in. But that peanut butter from outside, 10% is all these fillers. We call them fillers. Fillers can be made of excess sugars. They can be made of um, gum. They can be made of all sorts of things. And a lot, it's this kind of things which cause problems in people's bodies. Oh. Which people don't understand. Then you'll say, oh, why am I feeling all this? You know, I'm feeling so bloated. I'm feeling so this. I'm feeling... Because all the things now, many of the things that you put into your body is um, refined. And when they are refined to such an extent, they create problems in your body. So this is the reason that a lot of people don't understand what the food, what is your food? Why I tell people, you have to read your labels. You must read labels. It's very important. You can't just buy things off the shelf without reading labels. And that's why today, you know, um, uh, Elaine, what the, the good part about MCO is that mm. all the new smallholders who have come up, who are cooking and who are doing all these, um, mm. they, many of them don't use preservatives in their foods at all. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. They are realizing straight away that all this is what contributes to bad health and to inflammation and to acidity in our bodies because they are always putting in fillers they are always like you make tomato sauce there's so much sugar in tomato sauce chili mm. sauce also so much sugar lingams has got all there's sugar in everything malaysians love sugar <laughs> that day i went to a biryani shop just to eat biryani and the first thing i tasted was sugar so I asked the guy, you're making biryani. Why put sugar? Mm. That's what people like. Oh. Oh, I love going out too. But you really have to be selective about what you eat nowadays. Because if you go to the normal places, they just douse all sorts of things inside it. It's better to cook ourselves and yes, eat healthily. Yes. I mean, if you mm. are going you know, seven days a week, I would suggest that you just go out two days. Five days, cook yourself. So that you know what is going into your food. That yeah. is so important. Yeah, that's how I practice Sims and MCO until now. And cheaper <laughs> as well, right? I mean, you go out, you can make the same thing at home. You just learn. Now you have YouTube, everything you can learn very easily, you know? Yeah. How is your class conduct right now? Uh, so, so what we did was I started uh, doing classes on Zoom. Zoom. Okay. Mm. I, I pivoted to Zoom mm. and that helped. Uh, we, we did have a lot of people coming on Zoom for classes and all that. Mm. But still, I think that there's a, a lot of um, old-fashioned people who feel that they must see everything, you know, they cannot. So we tried to do a system where I had a few of the ladies. At that time, they were allowing a few people to come in, right? Mm. Uh, so a few of the ladies would be doing it live, meaning mm. that they can watch. Uh, but we also had our cameras and all set up so that the uh, audience who is in their own kitchen, uh, they can follow us too. And many of them, like the, one of the first lessons that I taught on Zoom was fish biryani. So uh, many of them were doing it in their own kitchen uh, at the same time while we are cooking it here. Uh, they follow us. 
but mm. they are doing it at the same time live in their kitchens oh it's challenging very challenging but it worked and and they and most of the ladies said wow it turned out well also you know live cooking and after yeah so also... we were doing live cooking the the ones that we were doing on zoom were all live oh how about facebook others uh social media you mean you mean live doing it live yeah yeah i've done like like in the month of uh, january right i went live for the whole month that was dini's challenge right Mm-hmm. So when I did that, out of that challenge, I think we had 31 days, uh, three or four days I was doing live. Yeah. I noticed that we had a lot more people coming on when it was a cooking class. If I announce it beforehand and say I'm doing cooking and it's free of charge and everybody come for the live, yeah. good turn out. <laughs> you have been challenged yourself. Uh, yeah, so there is an interest, you know, there is an interest for yeah. sure. It's not easy to uh, to uh, to take the challenge, as especially thirty days challenge, right? Yeah. Oh, it was tough. Very very tough. <laughs> That thirty days, I told Dini, I wasn't even living because I was so focused on the live. So every day I would be doing the research for the live, you know, because we were talking about so many different topics and all that. But it was at the end of it, I really thanked her because I said I learned so much. Uh-huh. I learned about the topics themselves. Uh-huh. Plus, I learned about facing people. I learned about going live, you know, which was something I've never done before. Uh-huh. And now, I think the best part is that I don't have any fear anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, so that was a challenge. Yeah. She chose literally, okay, International Women's Day challenge to yeah. to challenge me and say that you're going to do this for one whole month. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I took it up because it really was amazing, and I feel very proud of myself that I did it. And not only did I do it, I have grown my um, viewership. I have grown everything. You know, I feel like a new person. Seriously. Applause for you. Thank yeah. you. Celebrate your your transform. <laughs> Before we end our session, would you like to share any? Quotes for our friends, our women's audience. Yeah, I want to challenge. I mean, since we are doing uh, International Women's Day and week and month, you know, this whole month there's things going on, right? I want to challenge all the women who are watching this. Uh, and this is a question which a lot of women ask me. Okay, they always say, "For how did you know what is it that is your purpose in life?" Well, I didn't know for a long, long time. I didn't know. And it was only after I started doing my lives that I realized that wow, I'm really enjoying this. Can I do this for the rest of my life? Let me think. Can I or not? And I think that that's when I realized that this would be something that I want to do. I want to be able to inspire people. I want to be able to inspire women, especially, to find their gift. Right? Since I found my gift, not everybody knows what their gift is. Not everybody. You know, I have a lot of women who come and tell me they are confused. They don't know, and I can tell you that I challenge you that the way to find your gifts, one of the ways to find your gift, is to understand what is your passion. First of all, ask yourself what are you passionate about? What do you enjoy doing? All right, when and that passion will lead you to your life's purpose. 
you know so these are the kind of questions that you have to ask yourself in order to be able to discover what is your life purpose mm, my passion is art your passion is cook what about <laughs> the rest <laughs> well, my passion is not just to cook but also to coach mm. you know to be able to show other women that certain ideas that they hold in their head may not be uh, conducive to them becoming successful you know so today i'm very involved in coaching as well but i think you know basically that's why i say i cannot put myself into a box anywhere because i enjoy so many things really. yeah many roles to play and this is part of our hobbies uh, we can turn our hobbies to become our passion and our career is uh, is we are blessed true yeah. we are really blessed and and that's the other thing that i talked about in my lives that make sure that you have a gratitude practice make sure that i i started my program um, uh, my lives talking about uh, it was called i love you geeta and the reason i called it that the name for it there's a reason for that i didn't just call it that because of it lo- it sounded nice you know no it was because that was a practice that i started doing for myself when i realized that i wasn't loving myself now i don't know whether i've mentioned this before but i got cancer in 2015 all right i'm a cancer survivor mm-hmm. and i realized that one of the reasons i got cancer was because even though i was looking after myself um you know maybe i ate the right foods and everything emotionally i put a lot of pressure on myself at that time mm-hmm. i went through a lot and i also got divorced at the same time so all that you know was the time when i was not actually looking after myself emotionally so cancer does it doesn't just happen because of the food you eat it's got a lot to do with your mind and i think that's the more important thing the mind is more important than actually what you're physically putting into your body mm. yeah so if you don't look after your mind that's when a lot of things can happen the inflammation there's a real big mind body connection i'm sure everybody has realized that okay you don't look after your mind it affects your body you don't look after your body it affects your mind both you know it works both ways mm. that's why you go for the holistic we yes. need to take care of our mind and our body and our soul then Correct. we can become the whole person uh, in healthy and good have a well-being life yeah and that's what i want to try and help other women to become the best versions of themselves mm-hmm. you know because they have to look at all these three areas mm-hmm. i have a course which i have called fuel your body free your mind and feed your soul so that are the three modalities and i show you ways to get into those three modalities you know how do we want to do that yeah yeah i'm so glad to have you gita today you are like a book and i open a book i want to read more from you due <laughs> <laughs> to the time uh, so i think we will end our session for today if uh, our audience is interested to know more uh, from you uh, where where we can find you okay so my best areas of course is uh, they can look for my facebook page it's geeta lachmandas all right and then they can look at my youtube channel i have a youtube channel and 
slowly I'm uploading all my lives, you know, and that's who I am, right? I've got all my lives. So the YouTube channel is called Vibrant Living with Gita, an Instagram account, and I have a LinkedIn account, all of which are called Gita Lachmandas. Check out, I, I post things in my Instagram about meditation, I post about cooking, I post about everything that's me interested in my coaching style, you can come on my lives because I talk about that as well. Live is every Wednesday at 3pm, Sunday at 4pm. It's always a short show, it's called Snippets, Sunday Snippets. Um. Thanks, Gita. You you are so interesting and uh, amazing and full of the schedule and everything is arranged uh, properly. All the best for you and stay safe. Thank you so much. Same to you as well. And one day I hope to be able to do one of your programs as well. I'm always interested to do new things. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we are collaborate in future. And eat more chakwitya for me, okay? <laughs> yeah. vicariously you can eat for me <laughs> thank you okay take care